0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Good evening, good evening ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another another amazing episode of the future award-winning transfer gender show. Well, Gav's named it. What have you named it? Carnage Transfer Agenda Show.
0: I've just thrown all the names on it. it this yeah, name? just
1: chuck it all in. and then The just, reason, yeah, I, the reason
0: I throw all the names on it is because if I put one name on it, you tell me, why didn't you do that? And then if I yeah. put the other one on, you give out. So I just throw all the names on it now.
1: Yeah, you keep everyone happy. Yeah. For, is,
0: I'm sure Ga- EastEnders will get named on it next week.
1: Gav's the ultimate politician. People don't know this, but they'll find out very soon enough. Gav's the ultimate politician, keeping everyone happy. But I quite like that, the Carnage Transfer Carnage show. I think Keith said that in the WhatsApp. What do you think about that one? The Carnage, uh, the Transfer Carnage, because it's Carnage, right? I'll let's s- let's be I'll honest. S-
0: I'll send it to um the head of uh titles oh, yeah. Shawnee. Oh, and uh, yeah, I'll and let you know
1: what then. he says. <laughs> but yeah, um because it is Carnage, right, lads. Fuck's sake, we're in week one, Avi. Is it the first week? Sorry, Avi. There's Avi, my brother from California. How are we doing, pal? Good to see very, you looking fresh. Very good, very good. Apologies. It was my fault
2: that we were two minutes late, so I apologise. It's all right, no need to apologise. Oh, I made us late. I've had no rest
1: up till 7am, so ask, I, had ask quick, I had a quick bite to eat. Sorry, I apologise.
0: You were making a cup of tea.
1: Yeah, that too. Mm. You told us you're having a cup of tea, but we could hear you. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. You with
0: Ara's cup of tea while he was making it. It was amazing.
1: Now, Gav, it's not even that. He's oh, the geez. worst... Do you know there's a trend on YouTube, right, where people – and people in the chat can back me up on this because I'm sure there's people that subscribe to these kind of people that actually subscribe to people – sorry, subscribe to channels where they're eating food and people love the sound of people eating uh, food. No, stop it. No, no, this is serious. This is serious. People in the chat will tell me, tell you there is sub- YouTube channels that have over a million subscribers. Oh, is it? For stuff like this, it's called a- there. You go, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah B says ASMR is called, and it's crazy. A-S-M-O. Never heard people, of it. Gav. People watch these channels while someone is eating food, different types of food. I'll send you some links
0: later. Yeah. No, don't send me links, I don't want to fucking watch that. No, no, it's unbelievable that they got like three million views. No, I, I, I don't care how unbelievable it is, it sounds appalling.
1: We, anyway, we, we. We, we actually, well, we're going to come on to that. Calma, right. calma, calma. I'm actually interested in that because you actually um, got away with the the day that we were supposed to do. No, the bet we was, I did get away forfeit. with it.
0: I was waiting for it to be told what it was. And you didn't show up last Sunday.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. So if you can see in the background, I'm mm-hmm. ready and training mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. my one. Yeah. So, so, for, yeah. What, Why would you need you to train asking? for it,
2: there, Chris? Why would you need to train for it? You're just going on
0: Because we're going to make them cycle for an hour and a half. We're an hour
2: and a half. Hour. I don't
0: okay. know where the fucks are the coming no, no. from. No, we did. We said. We said probably the first ten minutes. However
1: time. long it last. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but Gav, talking about this ASMR and people listening to how people eat food, food, whatever. I think I, I need a video or a sound recording of you eating a curry, and and I will decide this Sunday which curry you're going to have. And that's why it's related. So there's Not, always a method to my madness. Why yeah, no, like but no you're
0: you're gonna you're gonna tell me what to get from an mm. Indian takeaway. And mm. I'm going to get it and video myself having it. Correct. And letting you know what I feel afterwards and send it to you. That's what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, but I we, all right. I am i will i will discuss uh I'll discuss it with the head of uh, operations, Shawnee Lawson again. Yeah, yeah. And if we trust you and if they go enough trust in you that you will actually eat it, then that's fine. Otherwise oh, we will leave. Yeah, hundred
0: percent we'll eat it, yeah.
1: Well, listen, enough of this bollocks. We're the Transfer Agenda Show, and tonight's uh, topics range from um, Adrian's new contract to um, links with Nayhouse and we will have an update on that. So stick around, people. What I would like everyone to do right now is um, obviously like, subscribe, if you haven't already subscribed, uh, but definitely like. Just like the stream, and then off we go on our merry way, please. And let us know where you're watching and viewing and listening from, because I always like, I, like, I always always like know where our viewers are listening from. It's, it's it's really amazing, you know. We have people from all over the world, and it's, it's it's absolutely humbling. But guys, I want your opinions on what we heard a couple of days ago. Um, there's a team across the across the road from us called Everton Football Club, and It seems as though they've targeted one of our own, uh, Rafa Benitez, to become the manager of their club. Just wanted your raw opinions. Wow, look at this. India, Bosnia, amazing. Nepal. Proper dedication. Just wanted your... Avi, I'll start off with you, bro. I just wanted your opinion on how you felt when the news came out, your initial feeling, and then now that you've had maybe 24 hours to digest it, if it happens or whatever, how do you feel now about it?
2: Yeah, I was watching the show yesterday and I think Shawnee said it best. Um, It doesn't really bother me, like literally it doesn't really bother me. I think we've seen the best of Rafa at Liverpool. I don't think he'll replicate anything near that kind of form again at Everton as manager. Um, Whether he can work cohesively with Moshiri is another sort of, you know, um, question mark. But he does like these sort of jobs, you know, he took over Inter after... You know, Jose left after the treble and worked with Marathi for like what was it, six months? Did he win the I think the World Club final? And then he mm. literally got sacked, took on Madrid job, knowing that Ronaldo was their big personalities. They didn't do Was it only well, six though.
1: months at Inter? Was it only six months at Inter? Yeah, I'm
2: pretty sure he got sacked wow. in that January, that following January. They went to the World mm. Cup final. I think the World Club Championship final. I think they lost it or whatever. And then mm. Chelsea took the Chelsea job, which he did, you know, fairly well. I think he had six months, he won the Europa League final and then obviously got them into top four. So it doesn't really bother me. There's a lot of talk about his legacy and it's going to be tarnished and whatnot. Look, by all means, take away, take the flags off the cop and the flags of obviously, you know, of him and whatnot. You can take those off, that's fine. But tarnishing his legacy, look, he brought the greatest sort of day in my life up until the league title when, you know, in Istanbul. I'll never forget that. And he was a big, big part of that. He was our manager. So those four years that we had with him, four or five years that we had with him were like great. You know, we beat some big, big teams in Europe. So I won't forget that. I appreciate what he's done. But look, there are a fan base that think that what he's doing is wrong. He shouldn't be their manager. You know, he's going against the grain. But, you know, he loves the city. His wife, Moncey, and their two daughters. I think they've always been situated in Liverpool, even when he took jobs far away and abroad so you know if he just wants to come back to the city that he loves and he's settled in Liverpool you know fair dues to the fella let him have it but there are local fans who think otherwise and you know they've got rightly so you know I agree with them agree with what they say too
1: you agree with what they say too <laughs> uh, you know I think this I'm going to play fight. safeguard what do you want me this, to do look
2: this, this, I'm, this. I'm, I'm I'm happy that, look, I'm happy that Rafa's come back. Is it to Everton? Ideally, no, of course not, but he's taken jobs at Everton. It's like George Graham. When he, George Graham was, Arsenal's one of the, Arsenal's most successful managers, years mm. down the line, he took over Tottenham. It is mm. what it is, but he's still respected by
1: the Arsenal folklore yeah. and whatnot. So, no, is what good it shout. is. Good shout. Good shout. i just wanted your opinion. I, 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 we know we discussed it in, the, in our groups beforehand. We know the raw, the raw reaction to it. Now that you've had a bit of trying to think and contemplate what's your feelings on it now overall
0: Uh, i said it last night um and it was literally just breaking yesterday when this Mm. when i I gave an opinion on it last night but i have i've had another think about it look you can't take away what Rafa benita has done at liverpool you simply can't um and not only that but, but his influence around the city of liverpool you know when you look at the the donations he's made for, towards the Hillsborough, um, justice for the 96 and stuff like that. You can never take that away, but it's insane that he's taken the, on the Everton job on both Ooh. sides, on both sides, because Benitez just, he just can't help himself. He has to, and I, like, there's some people out there you just go, they just fucking stick their nose in because they have to, you know, like, um, that Muppet that walked off telly a while ago, what's his name? you know he, he, he's obsessed with Meghan Markle you know his name um and yes yeah and they just stick their nose in and then there's Benitez who just can't... He just can't get away from... He just can't get away from controversy. Like, you look... The China thing was mad. Um You know, Inter was mad. Real Madrid was mad. Newcastle was off the scale mad. Where literally... He, actually trying to get rid of him. The are in uproar, he stays on. Then he goes in the end. You know, the Chelsea thing. They all hated him. And he just still went in and done the job. You know, and wins Europa, wins Europa Cup with, with Chelsea, doesn't he? But it's insane. Because... Like... He, he, he could, I know he wants to be in the North West or wherever and he could wait around and get other jobs you know but he, he has to just go in and do this and you kind of have to have a murder for it because he's just he's just mad but on the Everton side of things um, the lack of the lack of connect that has been exposed between the owners of Everton and the fan base of Everton is absolutely astonishing it's absolutely astonishing now when Ancelotti leaves, the Everton fans were talking themselves into Gerard, they were talking themselves into, you know, Moyes coming back, they were talking themselves into everything, but Rafa Benitez, like, they'll hate him. And what'll happen is it'll go well and they'll kind of, hmm, it's okay. And if it doesn't go well, um, he will revert to Rafa's style tactics and they will have a breakdown. And, you know, it, it and, and all of it seems to be centering around the future of Duncan Ferguson, which is even another bleeding caveat to it. So it, it's, it's, it's a madness what, what Everton are at. It's mm. a madness what they're at because, you know, I can see their thinking behind it because what ben, the quality Benitez has, but who Benitez is and what he represents overall in his career, which is what he's mostly remembered for is A, Liverpool, B, Valencia, in my opinion. Um, to do this on Everton's part is absolutely insane, but. Walk away, boys, because um, I I think it could be quite entertaining.
1: Yeah, look, I, first of all, I, I I need it to be official because I still think Gav and Evie, you know, I still think it's it could be just a just a ploy from them guys. I I you know the guy who tweeted it's Jim, is Jim White, White, right? Yeah, he was a good exactly. friend of Mashiri. So, exactly. I don't
0: know whether it was just throwing it out there to see what reaction they got back. Yeah. And the reaction, are overwhelmingly, from what I've seen, is just Everton fans. Some of them going, oh, you know what, you know, they've been hurt so many times, why not give this a go? But the vast majority I've seen are like, no fucking way. And if Mashiri's listening to his fan base, he doesn't put Benitez in that job. But Benitez even going for it, it's just a mad madness as well. It's
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's bullsy from both sides, as you said, from Mashiri and from Benitez, if he's actually contemplating it. As as rumours suggest, I, I, I genuinely think he doesn't end up there. Um, I'm I'm kind of in the middle as well. I know it's the politician show today. We're all kind of sitting on the fence. Um, hopefully that changes as the show progresses. But I'm 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 slightly upset if he takes it. But I would never wish bad on him or or be bitter about it. I just think it's a bit awkward. That's all I would say. I, 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 that's the best I'd go sort of in terms of, you know, against him. But, but you know, let's let's hope that, you know, they, they settle for Sam Allardyce again because he's really he's the one they need. Like, he's the answer to their problems. You know, stay away from Rafa. That's our message anyway. Um, but uh, we've got an early super chat from Mazza. Thank you very much. He says, hi, guys. What do you actually think of Neves? Um, Newhouse. We were, Newhouse, Newhouse, Newhouse. I beg your pardon. Why did I say Neves? Neuhouse. Yeah, Newhouse. I'm so sorry. Bad mistake. New house. We will tell you what we think of New House later on. Um, I've got a rough agenda here, and I, I try to follow it, unlike Gaff, um and the Fatback Four. <clears throat> so let's see if I can prove that I can follow an agenda. But we will get on to uh, uh, New House, Thank you very much for your super chat. What I, what I wanted to start off with first is the is the real actual thing that's happened at <laughs> Liverpool this summer. Why are you laughing?
0: Because we should set off a klaxon there where Grizz has a breakdown. No, and like, oh.
1: no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not having a breakdown because I'm on this side of the of the chair, so to speak. Okay. It's, 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 it's you guys that I want to hear opinion on. I'm not having a breakdown. No. Nope. So what's actually happened, there's loads of rumours, obviously transfers in and out, but the actual piece of business that Liverpool Football Club have done early this week, was it lads? Monday? Monday? Yeah. Uh, was the extension of... Adrian's contract, a two year contract, I believe. Um, And that's factual. And then James Pierce um, came out and said it's likely he will be third choice, um, as Kelleher will be second choice. Calmed my blood pressure a bit. There's no doubt about that when I read that report. Just wanted your guys' thinking around this. um, Gav, I'll come to you first on this one. Adrian's contract A, do you agree with it? B, are you happy with it and C um, is it or do you think it's a ploy to sort of we've got him on a contract if we get an offer for 2-3 million lovely jubbly
0: No if you signed that deal he's staying there and all the stuff that's come out of him is like he's he could have went back to Spain but he was offered a deal by Liverpool and he's happy to stay for another couple of years in England and then we will eventually go back to Spain to either play on or, or just go home to live there or whatever I um, oh, <laughs> I'm not a massive Adrian fan. I'm. I think he's an okay goalkeeper, but um, free wall there. Oh, I'm, he's okay with Adrian getting an extension as long as he plays single game. But You're but you see, th- there, yeah. but, but you see, the thing is, the thing is, um, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it um, because you have to look at Allison's recent injury record. You have to look at. Um, Keevan Kelleher's, in Kelleher's, sorry. Um I can't say
1: you get his name wrong.
0: Right. um Keevan's, Keevan, it doesn't really matter. Um, so you have to look at, you have to look at their injury records. And, and I think what Klopp might be doing is just saying, right, he's in, he's in the squad. He's experienced for Kelleher to be beside. He's a backup if needed. Um, when it comes to Alisson, but I think, I think once Kelleher stays at the club and is not alone though, I'm mm. absolutely alright with it I'd be a little bit more worried if Kelleher goes on loan and Adrian is there and you know we play Norwich on the fourth day of the season the last time we done that um, Alisson went down after 25 minutes and missed 10 games in fairness Adrian came in from that and had a really good spell for 10 games which was some, some shaky moments but Look, Grizz, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't know what people want in a second goalkeeper. I really don't. Like, pe- a lot of people out there think, oh, we should get him. And I'm kind of going, he's never going to be a second goalkeeper for you. He's never going to be a second goalkeeper. And people going on about, um, you know, oh, when you look at whoever at this club and, you know, well, he's there and he's there. Yeah, but like, even like Romero, how is Romero still at United? I think he's going to Everton, but. I'm okay with it, Chris. I'm being honest with you. But I'm okay with it if Kelleher stays at the club. And it's mm-hmm. just a case of them making absolutely sure that by some miracle, fucking two goalkeepers go down. You actually have a tall goalkeeper there. When he's okay. He's not great, but he's okay.
1: Avi, I'm going to ask you a similar question. Um, so obviously I think Gav's okay with it as long as Kelleher's number two. And to be brutally honest, if you if you if you really pin me down and ask me my opinion, um, which you want, because you're not asking the questions today, I am. Um, I would say yeah, I'm I'm okay with him third choice and pray to God that we never get an injury or if we do, only one keeper gets injured so Kelleher is number two. But speaking about Kelleher, are you convinced that Kelleher will be our number two? Are you convinced Kelleher is good enough to be a number two? Um, what's your opinion on the situation?
2: Yeah, look, I'm with Gav. Look, it doesn't really bother me. Like, Adrian's sometimes you know, what is there's characters in your squad mm. that sort of bring full of like are full of beans and they bring a bit of like entertainment. And sometimes, you know, Pepe Reina, he's been flirted around with Milan, Napoli, I think Bayern Munich as well when he left us. Um, I think he's back at Napoli now and he's what 40, 41 years old. Sometimes you need characters in that squad, and Adrian could be that you know, squad member where he sort of like, you know, has a laugh with everyone, but he still trains, obviously. He's, He's not there just to pick up a wage, but he genuinely can bring sort of, you know, some cover and whatnot, worst case scenario. Kelleher needs to be Kelleher needs to be our number two. I think he'll get his fair share of Cup games, FA Cup games, League Cup games, as long as we progress. Um but I'm happy with Allison and Kelleher. Kelleher didn't make any mistakes when he came in last season, maybe against Mitchell and away where he I think conceded the penalty or there was something that I think the offside goal or something uh, in the away game in the Champions League. We did have a little bit of a cluster moment. But apart from that he came in and did a really good job and he's had a few games for I think Ireland as well where he's really shone as well so I'm happy with Alison Kelleher and Adrian as third choice as long as Adrian is third choice Um if tomorrow we hear that you know we've accepted a bid or a loan offer for Kelleher and we're going with Alison Adrian you think Mo- wait, mood like,
1: will change because
2: Peter what 18 he's definitely not ready yet and then you've got Krabara who's coming back from loan I believe you know he's you know who knows what's going on with him so it has to be with those three we've got to stick with those three kelleher alisson and adrian um yeah it's, it's it's it is what it is we've given him a two year contract it's fine
0: a few in the chat there are saying like you know um you know he, he i think kevin Sullivan and, and somebody else there said like you know kelleher needs to move to get games to develop and stuff like that but i, I think it, i think liverpool have been quite deliberate with him um even bringing him into the squad when Mignolet was around you know when Mignolet was 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 there and, and back up to Allison and stuff like that but Kelleher was always kept around the squad if you remember through pre-season through the season you'd always see him out with, with the goalkeepers and in training I think they've been deliberate because of his style of play I think he, he's very good distribution he's a good shot stopper he's not the biggest guy in the world but he'll develop as he goes along Um, and somebody else said there like the biggest problem with Adrian is, is he doesn't suit our style of play but where are you going to find yeah. a guy that suits your style of play that to be a third or second choice goalkeeper it's very hard you know what I mean? Especially with, if you're looking at Kelleher and you're saying he's he's the future for us. Because I think Kelleher's been top-notch, uh, being honest with you, um, for the age he is and the experience he has in the games that he's played. So, look, I think we all agree. If Adrian's there as the third man in a three-man team, um, I think we're fine. But I think Grizz is right. I think mood will change if if Kelleher was to go out on loan. And we didn't bring another goalkeeper in. and you were sat with Alison and Adrian because we've seen over the last couple of seasons, Alisson is liable to miss eight or 10 games a season. And Adrian, for what's gone on in the past, teams have looked to pounce on him and 10 games is just way too long um, and way too much opportunity for other teams to pounce on.
1: Yeah, look, um, I think Avi mentioned Petaluga, the young Brazilian that we signed uh, last season, start of last season, was it? Yeah. Or in the, in the, in the, was it in the January window? No, I think it was the start, but either way, we brought in this um, this Brazilian keeper um, on the advice of Alisson, very highly thought of, very highly rated, but he's still a kid, as Avi says. Uh, there's no chance him being one of the goalkeepers, I'd say, yet. I'd say he's the more likely to go on loan. <laughs> I know you guys know my opinion on Adrian. I'm not going to waste too many sentences on Adrian. Uh, I'll just say I think he's an awful goalkeeper. Um literally an awful goalkeeper and i i i don't want an awful goalkeeper in our squad, but if it means he's the third choice and he's on paltry wages and he is he's gone down uh on his wage the agreed wage i i see the sense in it continuity he knows the team morale maybe he's you know a bit of a clown a joker like a bit of a dexy loverrin of the goalkeepers then yeah, fair enough, if Klopp's agreed to it, who are we to argue? I just think he's an awful goalkeeper. Kelleher is key in all this though. Absolutely yeah. key. I think Kelleher is a wonderful, wonderful young keeper. Who, you know, Gav, you you spoke about sort of, I think was it Kev you said, Kev said something about suits our style. Well, Kelleher is 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 brilliant with his feet because you know he was an outfield player before he was a goalkeeper, which gives him a huge, massive advantage. And I think Kelleher's got this. This aura of calmness and serenity brings around the team as well, the back four as well. Um, so, yeah, Kelleher's is key. Uh, let's see how it goes. Um, hopefully, you know, Kelleher's is confirmed number two and we can all relax. Otherwise, I won't be relaxed until that is absolutely confirmed. And Jurgen Klopp utters it in a press conference that look, Kelleher is my number two. Brian Murphy with a, a, a super chat here. It says Ali and...
2: Kelleher are both injury-prone.
1: Are both injury-prone. Adrian will play. Yeah, thank you for the super chat, but that hasn't yeah, done the, my but, mood but the,
0: anything. No, but the chances of him playing are greatly reduced if Callagher is number two when is at the club. You know, yeah. like it, it'll take some... What is
1: it? Why aren't like goalkeepers... when, the last?
0: When's the last time you've seen a tour choice goalkeeper play out of necessity rather than choice? You know, league Kev, of the game
1: or Lev? We've had we've had seventh and eighth choice centre backs. this I season. understand that, but, the the, but we all we but we all, but we all still
0: say it. that's an anom- an anomaly to, yeah. to everything else that's gone on. Mm. So you know, it's. I think it's I think it's a bit of an I think it's it's good for the squad and the depth of the squad, but I think it's also it's just, it's a little bit of insurance against possible injuries. But I still think I still think and hopefully, um it's um hopefully it is a tour choice thing. Can we talk about um spores later, by the way?
1: Well no, well no segway look amazing timing. Barry Devney, uh who's this uh, it says, breaking news after his recognition tonight, Tottenham Hotspurs have approached Edwin Poots in the search for a new manager. He's obviously taken the piss out of Spurs, which I think I think every fan base is. It's, it's actually shambolic what's going on there. Have you? Just, let's just quickly quickly touch upon that and just say, like, what do you make of the goings-on there? Why wouldn't Tottenham approach
2: Rafa? If he'd been in Tottenham, why wouldn't they take a chance on him? Money. No, but Levi will give him a good wage. It no, good
0: it's, not it's not about that. Oh, it's not about that. You mean the, the transfer more, budget? Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. the. Uh, I, I think it's. Uh, I agree with you. But Benitez kind of said, I was starting now that he wants to remain a, in Liverpool with his family and walk kind of more locally. Um, but I don't know. It's Spores I Eddie Howe could first. be in with the show. Eddie
2: Howe, like literally, like an unknown. Not an, I don't they, know, they, like,
1: they on like, the verge? Like, were they on the verge? What of, can they do? Yeah, were they on the verge of? They've seemed to develop this kind of fetish for Italian-based managers, so they've gone for Conte first, Fonseca. Then they've gone for Fonseca, and then Fonseca's Fonseca's not refused them. They've refused Fonseca, right, or something to do with the tax. No, so what's
0: happening is what's happened is they've they've developed a fetish for exposing themselves to the world as to what the problems are at the club um, very openly in my opinion. Like Conte to me is a bit of a checkbook manager right Um, I think he's good don't get me wrong but I think he likes to spend and bring a, a lot of turnover and players and stuff like that and they approached him and he said he wasn't convinced by the project he wasn't convinced by the amount of money they could give him that's, that's what that is right and then it goes to Fonseca and the, the talk is with Fonseca is that he had um, tax breaks in Italy which allowed yeah. him to earn more and he he's, he doesn't get that in the UK so obviously he's gone to them and said listen I was getting 80 grand a week in, in Italy but it's going to cost you the equivalent of 100 over here because I don't get the tax breaks and they're gone no you know the sort of way so he's said enough's enough so just expose themselves for the absolute lack of money they have
2: but then why would they take Patricio as Italian director of football then if they said that like, you know, there's no money to spend on squad players unless they, they they're literally banking on came to be gone He'll recoup 130 million, maybe minimum, and take that money to spend on the squad. I yeah, exactly, so-
0: but there's no way. There's no way they're going to sell Harry Kane for 100 million quid and give the manager 100 million quid. There's no way.
2: Oh they have <laughs>
1: to
0: give they, have to. they won't though, Grizz, because Oh no, they will Because hold on, they've taken out loans against the whole COVID stuff, right? And and their projections for that stadium the projections for that stadium would have been and everything included in it would have been NFL, concerts, boxing, wherever you we only spoke about it two weeks ago and they've lost all of that. And they've lost it all well, since the day they walked in the door. And could you imagine the amount of events? How long are they in the door now? A year? Yeah. yeah, a year, and if we hadn't got COVID, how many events would you have seen in that Tottenham Stadium? They could have had one every second week because Spurs would have been away at home, and they haven't got it. They are absolutely they're, they're, they're not even treading water now. I think, and the katuso stuff is just ugh, like we laugh about Benitez and everything, but Coutinho, our Spurs, come on! Like it's, it's it, the 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 stadium is choking them out. It's as simple as that.
1: It's Sam Sam Thandy kind of says what you've just said. It says Tottenham in a mess, made a new stadium at totally the wrong time. Two with COVID, etc. Everything gone, for them, gone wrong for them since they lost to us in the final. It's amazing, isn't it, Avi? The way the two clubs' fortunes have gone sort of since that. There they were in the Champions League final. Okay, we were favourites, but I think just slight favourites. They had a magnificent coach that everyone was talking about, etc, um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. And look at the... Look at the the fortunes of the two clubs since then. What's happened?
2: Because he just it. You know, this, the structure of the club, it has to be right. And one bad season and the wheels will fall off. Like, Poch, I think that season, the following season when they lost the Champions League final, mm. they had a really bad start. Lee, Levy sort of panicked, got rid of him. And then, you know, brought in Jose. That hasn't worked. It's just like they're in panic mode now. Whereas, like, and it's happened to us before. It's happened to us before when, obviously, we were in Hodgson and the players that came and followed him, and then Dalgleish, and then we kind of got settled again with Rodgers. And then, obviously, you know, bad October, he gets the sack, and then obviously, Klopp comes in, and now we're on like a you know good sort of path. But it literally is one bad, one bad season. Look, if we had, if we had dropped out of the top
1: four this season, like who knows what our window was going to look like this summer. You yeah, know, but we, 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 yeah. We're, we're, we're not on that level, have you? We're not, we're not as weak as foundations as Spurs. Absolutely no chance. One season out for the Champions League for us, in my opinion, wouldn't do us any harm whatsoever. That's just my opinion. But it, it, let's see, let's see. I mean, you know, they, they've become... I think the funny part is sort of, the, you know, just when you think you can't get a more... Um, what's the word they use? A joker club. There's another word, parody of a club than Arsenal. You know Spurs have said, "Yeah, hold my beer," and like it's an absolute shambles, isn't it? And, and yeah, let them but, fight but, out. You,
0: but but you know what? It, I don't really go along with that because Arsenal, Arsenal make decisions like Arsenal struggled so much to keep up with the game when they moved into the Emirates, and like that's fifteen years ago now, and they're still at it. Do you know what I mean? They're still mm. at what they do. They spend money Arsenal, but they just deal it so badly. They make the wrong decisions. They don't know who's making the decisions. There's people involved in the club that have no interest. That's 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 a whole different level to what spores are. Spores are someone that we're looking to progress after, you know, progressing under certain managers. Going back to probably Red and and going through those managers and progressing. And they look yeah. to do a bit more by by with a stadium. They get to a Champions League fine, they lose it fine. Um that was probably ahead of their time for where they were in the whole project as people call it but what's happened with Spurs is that they've just been hit with the perfect storm and stuff you know they lose the Champions League final the players are down they they, they invest but they don't really invest very very well That manager then goes they have the stadium COVID comes along they're hemorrhaging money because of it and now because of all of that they've had to get rid of Mourinho and pay him a whack as well and now they're swimming around looking for a manager and what are they offering a manager they're offering them a beautiful stadium don't get me wrong but they're offering Something where at the moment they can't fund the thing for the way they want it to, and because and off the back of that they can't fund what they want to do as a club. So Arsenal and Spurs as a as a comparison, I don't think is right because Arsenal have been doing it for fifteen years horrendously, and Spurs have just been caught up. Now don't get me wrong, if COVID ends and Spurs are in this position in two years' time, you start going, well, hold on, like what's going on? But I don't I don't agree with that I don't agree that Spurs are on an Arsenal level. I think it's. I think it's just it's it's one of those things I've hit them bad but I think they're they're dealing with it badly. I think they're dealing in public with it badly.
1: Yeah, well, you know, good luck to them. Let's see how their summer pans out. And it'll be interesting. There's a few there's a few clubs that are are sort of um quite in a bit of a tr- a bit of trouble I think, but and I think Spurs are probably the biggest names that are in trouble. Um, Zachary, before we go on, Zachary Egan um, asks, and we did so promise to ask as many answer as many questions as we can. Um, any thoughts on Ghana international Abdul Fatawu Isaku. Apparently, Liverpool have signed him and loaned him out to Sporting. There was
0: this has gone back a couple of weeks, no?
1: Yeah, there was a couple of weeks, and then sort of the local journalists from the Echo um, denied it and said there's absolutely nothing in it, um, and kind of died down again. But from what I understand, um, there is something in it and we have signed him, um, but it won't be announced. It can't be announced yet. Um,
2: something to do with his agent as well. He's involved absolutely. In yeah, there's
1: a few issues with his agent who's a bit of a naughty boy, but it will be resolved and he will go out to, I'm not sure if he's confirmed to sporting, but he will be loaned out, but he is. He, he will be an LFC player, an LFC player. So that's one to keep an eye out. Um, Obviously, loads have been sort of talking about incomings, and I think the major rumour of this week um, has been sort of um, about a, a young central midfielder by the name of Nehaus, Newhouse. I don't know if Avi wants to correct my pronunciation. You're the man for pronunciations, as long You're as know, they're not Portuguese. Florian Neuhaus. Florian Neuhaus. So, yeah, Florian Neuhaus um, has, this been, has this week been linked uh, by a few reliable journalists, um, I think uh, David Lynch um, has come out and confirmed that we have interest in him. There was another one, wasn't there, Avi, um, from Pettelberg?
2: Pettelberg today from the German. German-
1: I, was, I, I meant from the British side. Uh, do you remember I told you uh, what was the journalist's name? But um, but yeah, um, stories coming out from Germany as they usually do from the from the from the players that we seem to have interest in. The journalists seem to have more of an insight, insight into players from the, that respective country. And uh, this Pletigal Plet- 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 um, journalist, very reliable, very reliable, I can't confirm. He's a very reliable journalist, has said that we definitely have a firm interest in this player. Um, he had a release clause for €40 million euros that expired a few weeks ago. He expired a few weeks ago, and but now clubs are f- uh, free to sort of discuss any potential sale just off the bat, whether they think it's below the valuation of that 40 million that he had or more. Um, Avi, you put out something before all of this, uh, m- media sort of coming out with it, uh, which is credit to you. You came out with it about two and a half weeks ago. You told me, um, that you believe that it's more advanced than people are making out. Do you want to elaborate and give us any insight you may have? Yeah, look just From the player it, as well. What kind of player he is? Give us give us the lowdown. Because just so the name on everyone's
2: lips. Just uh um I think we've spoken on the agenda show before that Eve Basuma you know, I, from what I know, from the information that I've gathered and from the person that's told me is Yves Basuma was favourites. We were favourites favorite, for Basuma, And, you know, we actually tried to pursue that deal that hasn't materialised. So you can say second option or second choice. I don't like using that word. But the next on the in line is um, Florian Neuhaus. So. You know, and what I've been told and believe, and I, I, I trust this guy who's told me, is that we actually have had a fee agreed with the mentioned, um, grab midfielder. He's wasn't my first choice, Chris. I think we've done a few scouting sort of, you know, we looked at a few scouting videos while we've been on the phone. Um, elegant player. Yes. Um, this word now that everyone likes to use is press resistant, He's good under pressure, can wiggle himself out of trouble. Great passer of the ball. Um, I'm just a little bit worried about his engine. Um, especially in a Klopp system. But look, if Klopp wants him as I think he would be Klopp's first official German player, wouldn't he? That he's brought from Germany. Uh, I know he's brought Nabi, but Nabi's not German, but his first sort of German national player that he's brought for Liverpool. I think he's I don't think,
1: think he's bought any, he must be one first yeah, so he the he is,
2: yeah. so he is yeah, so yeah. So yeah, um I I'm pretty confident that this is uh pretty much done, uh Chris.
1: Hogia, yeah. Hogia, done.
2: Oh yeah, it's done. Handshake
1: everything, yeah. Okay, interesting one to keep an eye. Out. There you go, folks. Um, Gav, the noise about you know, obviously the clamour for Ginny replacement has been obviously very loud from the Liverpool fan base, and it's been dampened or tried to be quietened by the the journalists and the local media around Liverpool Football Club. What do you make of that? Why do you think? Why do you think that is? Do you think they genuinely think that? it's not priority to replace someone like Ginny Wijnaldum? Or do you think it's a case of that's what they've been told and, and that's the way it is? What's the, what's the thinking behind this? Because it's evident with obviously this Neohaus link from Germany and then I believe the Bissouma link was very, very strong as well. It seems as though apart from the local journalist, there's a, there's a very sense of we will be bringing in a centre midfielder. What do you think?
0: The local journalists, um, work very closely with the club. Uh, in my opinion, that they, you know, I've seen local journalists when a story has broken, wait 24 hours to get told by the club what to say. And that's the truth. And me and you have had arguments over this, but that's the absolute truth. All right. Um, you'll see stuff breaking where it's absolutely happening and you will see certain journalists won't say anything until the next morning. In my opinion, they're being, you know, briefed by the club, and and that's fine. That's their job. Um, they they, you know, that's how they they keep their access. That's how they keep their 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 links and stuff like that. Fine. Um, the call for a the call for a genie replacement. I, it's 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 weird wording that for me because yeah. you're just thinking, do you want somebody that just never loses the ball, presses run? You know, a genie was. I wouldn't say he was an elegant player. He was an okay passer of the ball. His goalscoring record, but Holland is really good compared to Liverpool's. He played a different role. I just think it's... When I look for... A, it's not a genius replacement I'm looking for. I'm looking for more quality and more dependability in midfield. That's what I'm looking for in a midfielder. I don't believe this guy has got injured in a, ever in his life. Um, like, it's... For me, it's another body in because I'm still sitting here today thinking... You know, Henderson's had issues. You know, Thiago had an issue, but he's back and he's been very good since he came back. Fabinho has the odd issue. Ox definitely has issues. Keita has issues with injury. We need reliability. And it shone true last season. Our reliability killed us. Not only in our first choice, what you would call our first choice midfield, but the people that would come in and replace just weren't there, Chris, and weren't reliable enough. So I think when you look at a midfielder, I, I think it's a very curious one. Um, midfield this season. I'm being honest because if you bring, if you bring Neuhaus in, right, and you bring Kanate in, are are we just, is that, is that our lot? Because there's not many more names being floated around. Taylor a couple of weeks ago and then Taylor was meant to be signing a new deal with Leicester. Then he went off to the Euros, is Euros camp and nothing's being said since. That's been another link. Um, Hassan Maurer is being linked. But again, he's at, he's at a, he's at a price where he could be snapped at any minute. And no one seems to be, no one seems to be like concrete offers for him. So with Nye House, I haven't seen a lot of the guy. I'm not going to see him pretend to watch all all the games that Muqing God Black play. I've probably seen him play four or five times. And um, but as have said, looks a good player. I've seen the odd game where I can kind of pass and by a bit. Um, I don't know what, if, if I don't think lightweight is the, is the word to use, but one of those where. He's still young. He, he, people can grow into that where they can command games a little bit more. But look, if, if that's the player Liverpool want and he comes in and he's reliable and he's a good footballer and passer, like he said, and a bit elegant, like, like Abby says, I'm all for it because it means then that if somebody goes down with an injury, you have somebody there ready to come in and perform. And that's all I'm looking for. That's genuinely all I'm looking for, especially in midfield going into next season.
1: Yeah, look. The, 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 the name of, the name of the type of player we've been linked with in, in midfield has varied. So stylistically, I'm talking about. So Avi, so from, so we've been sort dis- so obviously you, you, you mentioned Basuma and obviously that I, I also believe that was a genuine link. So, so let's go through the type of players and style, stylistically that we've been linked with. So we've had Tillemans linked. We've had Basuma linked. We've, we're having Neuhaus linked and Oa. So it seems as though, apart from the Basuma link, we're looking for the more, more progressive, more attacking, more creative type of player. Is that the kind of player that you would be targeting, um, as opposed to sort of the more destructive type of player? Like, Basuma? can I ask?
0: But can I ask a question? Because would I review? Would I reviews compare Nyhouse to, a Naby or an oxen style?
1: Somewhere uh, in between. Somewhere in between that. Yeah, I mean, my my comparison's wild, but I'm here for the wild comparisons. I'm going to give you. who I'm going to compare, compare it to in a bit, and that's you know wild, but that's fun. It's fun to be wild. Avi, do, if you was sort of the re- part of the recruitment team, what kind of s- midfielder would you go for then? Like as I've mentioned, there's different stylist style, style of midfielders. So obviously, assuming. I know there's a possibility of formation change, but assuming we we play with sort of um, Thiago and Fabinho, majority of the games Henderson when he's fit, he's is there. But who? What kind of player would you target out of the ones that are linked?
2: The, the one that I would obviously prefer is uh, Basuma, a combative midfielder who can so you'd go for pitch.
1: the more you'd go for robust, more. powerful. Yeah,
2: I would I would Grizz. Um and he's a very creative player. At Lil Basuma was very creative. At Brighton, his role has been sort of more in the deeper role, um, and dictating play from there. But he he, he he runs, he he presses, he gets around the pitch, he's got a great engine. Neuhaus is very different. Um Neuhaus is very similar to you guys would probably remember maybe the younger crowd one uh, one Valerón for Spain of Deportivo. Do you remember, like he was a mm-hmm. very elegant player. He got a great you know eye of the needle pass, you know. But yeah, he, he didn't. He wasn't like a box to box, and he was he was a very sort of like patchy in terms of his sort of like he, he would have bursts in the game. Whereas Basuma, he's like a ninety minute game player. If that makes sense, Neuhaus is sort of like you know he will get the ball, he will pass. He can pass it long, pass it short, but. I I don't again, I'm not sold on Neuhaus, but look, if, if Klopp's if that's the one that Klopp wants, and you know, we do believe that we're gonna have like a system change or maybe a slight tweak to our system in the way we sort of go on next season, then maybe Neuhaus is the best fit. Um our again, he's available for around twenty million, lads. It's not twenty five or thirty million that uh Aulas wants from Leon. He, he's literally available for twenty million. But again, no one's taking a punt. Everyone thought Arsenal last season, but there must be some kind of reason why no one's budging.
1: I, uh, I, I'm going to give my comparison, and someone's mentioned it in the chat, but I want to keep it exclusive for myself. I pretend I didn't see that. Uh, but Zachary Zachary Egan says people won't like this comparison, but Neighbours is a better Adam Lalana. and I absolutely see that. I absolutely see that in terms of his touch, in terms of the way. Do you remember, guys, when Adam Lalana used to receive the ball and he'd be able to? Turn with his first touch. house is very much that he's very much the type of player that finishes with a side foot. Do you remember the Zabio Alonso finish, uh, as opposed to the thunderbaster type finish? He won't score you screamers. He will score you a lot of a lot of subtle finishes with the with the instep. Um, that type of player. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go balls out and compare him to one of the greatest players um, I've seen. Um, but listen, but this is, but this is part of the wild. This is the part of the wild there challenge, right? Mm-hmm. I see a lot of caca in him. I absolutely do. And of course, before I get pelters and feel free to give me pelters, cause that's what I'm here for people. They don't call me rhino skin for nothing. I do see a lot of caca in him. And what I mean by that is, even though Kaka was known to, to glide past players and be more of a creative and attacking force and arrive on the edge of the box and link up play and everything, Kaka was always, if you watched Kaka, he was very good at ball recoveries, nicking the ball away from the centrum, uh, centre-back or interception, interceptions, reading the game, basically. Um, I think this guy is very similar. I was just going to say, very similar, but a slower version. He hasn't got the mobility of a kaká. I would say that. Maybe that I, I the think, I Maybe. Think, yet, but... I think I think he has, Avi. Um I've as you know, as both of you know, I, I set out to do my studies on him a couple of weeks ago and I told you I'm gonna watch games full of games, not YouTube compilations. That's the key. Remember guys, if you wanna sort of analyze a player, watch the whole game as opposed to, you know, like what Avi does. Um because someone in the chat said I remember Avi uh, bigging up Joe Allen. I don't know, but someone said that in the chat. They remember you talking very highly about Joe Allen and he's going Fantastic to be the next. Player. Fantastic. Yeah. Player. Well, there you go. Goretzka's a good shout, but he's not as powerful as Goretzka. Someone said Goretzka there. Um, let's, we've got a super chat here. Maybe we can discuss this around. This As Geordie T. Uh, thank you, sir, for the super chat. As a big Bayern fan, I honestly would compare no House to Thomas Muller. Bit of a weird one, but from the moment I first seen him, I noticed it. I think he's got the intelligence... I see whether you're coming from with them from the Mullah shout. I think Mullah is obviously far more uh of a goal scorer, a finisher than Noya. Neuer. Noya's more on the sort of arriving on the edge of the box. But I know you're not a fan, Avi, and Gav uh, Gav's obviously says he's not seen enough of him, but I think this could be one of those um, you know, this could be one of those signings that's sort of look at the end of the day, Bayern want him, Gav. And we know from sort of their transfer history recent recent history, yeah, they, they're one they of the pick, best.
0: They pick German football apart, don't they? With, with they, what they do,
1: and they usually get it right. We know yeah, this they do so, in fairness to them, so, I mean, look, I know people always want names, 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 but we're not opposed to someone under the radar and sort of bl- blossoming into a world class player under under Klopp's reign. I mean, it's been done before. We've just talked about Gini Alder, very similar in terms of. Low key at the time, I could progress,
0: right? Does, um? I'm just wondering, like, when you look at when you look at like Henderson, Fabinho, mm. Thiago, um, you've got Curtis Jones, which is who's definitely going to be there. Uh, mm. you've got James Milner, that's definitely going to be to be around the squad as well. That's that's five. Um, if you brought in Neuhouse would you have doubts over Kate Aronox being at Liverpool next season? Because look, like, don't get me wrong. I always say get as many as good players as you can. But at some stage, are they going to press the button on somebody and and let them go? Because all right, if you if you have three midfielders, you could probably go with six or seven. If you if you have if you're changing your style to two in midfield, you probably go with five or six. But I don't know what you do in midfield. until so you have eight. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm
1: not. I'm not I'm not I'm not bothered Gav honestly I I don't want to I don't want to start counting how many players we've got in each in each sort of part of them. No well part I'm, them I'm just
0: it. no but I'm just saying I don't care either yeah. you know I'll keep no. them all but you can't keep them all you can you only you can name them, a certain yeah. squad in leagues and and European cups and stuff like that but I'm just saying you know Thiago Henderson Fabinho Curtis Jones that's four Neuhaus, if he comes in that's five that's definitely nailed on Milner's definitely going to be there that's six do you know what I mean? And then you're into Oxlade Chamberlain. You're into you're into Kate. That's eight. Eight's too many. So somebody's gonna have to go.
1: I was gonna say, Avi, so so countering that, out of the players that he's mentioned, who would you get rid of and make space for him? I think because of his
2: would. I think because of his versatility, grizz and Gav, I think Ox will stay. I think there is a ballpark figure that we're looking for Naby, and it's about thirty million pounds or thirty million euros. Thirty million euros, um, and I think there is interest in genuinely interest of teams wanting him back in Germany.
1: And so, you're finally, and you're finally on the train of for if we get a decent offer for Naby around that figure that you've surprisingly
2: said. Surprisingly, yes, yes, because look, I I would love him to stay. Of course, I would, but three years, he's. He's, it's, it's not enough and he hasn't produced enough. And we can talk about injuries. Maybe the league just doesn't suit him. Um, the intensity of the premiership, maybe it's Klopp's training methods. If he's breaking down when we've actually assigned a coach from Dortmund, Schlumber, Andreas Schlumberger, and just told him to focus on Nabi from October till like April when the season was still going on. And he's still having problems and fitness issues. Then literally mind my language, but fuck him off. Like he's done, like literally done. Ox, I have a feeling. Um, and he's why I think we're prepared to let um, Nico go. And there is genuine interest from Southampton. And I think we're looking around, again, six to eight million for Nico. I think I can really genuinely see if Trent needs a breather, I can see Ox operating as a right back, a utility man and a versatility and doing what Milner does for us. Like, you know, he can fit in that little mm. position. So I think Ox is that option next season he's never played right back in his life though. he played as a right wing back for completely Arsenal Wenger's last game it, it is Gav but I think Ox can do a job there I think I'm Ox I think, I think Ox will be more successful so as a right you're back me, than you're
0: telling me that we spent £40 million pounds on a footballer to put him as a, uti- a utility player and play him a right back as cover
2: initially no Gav initially he mm. was trying we were trying to bring him in as a midfield midfield three but I think mm. the injuries that he's suffered the horrendous injuries he suffered we've moved on I think Ox, again, is that character where he's very much liked in the squad. Um, look, if someone offers us bro, 20 or 25 million for Ox, you let him go. Okay,
0: so we go into big games this season and, and we've let Nico Williams go and Trent is injured. You're happy with Oxlade-Chamberlain playing as right back for Liverpool.
2: Gav, I was never happy with Milner left back. But if it means we've got no choice. Yeah, but Milner,
0: Milner is a much, is. much, much, much more intelligent footballer than Alex Oxley chamberlain
2: no, oh, you got. I, I give ah, come Ox on, more credit Abby, for that. No, I'm genuinely giving more credit Abby,
0: Come here and I tell you, it's the truth yeah. about Oxley Chamberlain. Oxley Chamberlain broke through at Southampton, right? He goes to Arsenal he as a right winger, though. As a right
2: winger,
0: as a right winger, it's still not a right back. He goes as a right winger, okay, and he gets put in as a right wing back by by Wenger, I think, at the time. It was Wenger, um, and he absolutely stagnated there, right? Because right wing back didn't suit him. Alex Oxley Chamberlain is a number eight. Right, he was a winger because he was fast. He's a number eight that he's he's quite intelligent, he can flow past people, he has a shot on him. Right, he's in no way a right back. If, if you're going down Joe Gomez at right back route here, where we're putting him in there just for the sake of it, the, the,
2: yeah, this is this is an option though. Well, I tell you no, what, I we, do. We, we look, we're gonna look, uh, we are not gonna get quality um positions we're not gonna have two positions for one. So you've got Robertson and Simakas at left back, right? At right back you presume obviously Trent will be going forward at right back and you hope that he stays fit. Of course you do. But then sell
0: then sell then sell Oxley Chamberlain and buy yourself a right back.
2: But I think he covers not just right back but uh he's never covered right back in his life have he? You can't just make this up in your head. He He has
0: never covered right back in his fucking life and you're putting him him there.
2: Gab, I think he can do a job there as a right wing back. His, on best, what basis, game, on his what basis? best period of football was probably at Arsenal when they won that FA Cup run when they beat Conte's, um, Conte's Chelsea. When, when Conte won the league and they, missed the, they lost the final against Arsenal. Arsenal. His best he was Who was, 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 right was the left wing back for Arsenal?
0: Who was the left wing back?
2: I believe it was Monreal.
0: Okay. So basically, Alex oxfay he played right side of midfield with, with four defenders behind him. That's what he's done. He's never played right back in his life.
2: But so Gab you don't see No no
1: him, listen he, I'm going to I'm just going to I'm just going to step in because uh, we we we've got lots to No we're going no, no, we're going and down, and we're going I, down a
0: route go, here where we're trying to crowbar fucking people in there because you want to keep them in the squad sell them both. No I Gab Se- I, sell them, I, them, I, them I, no hold on sell sell them both. and mm. Kevo Sullivan says sell them both. Oxley Chamberlain probably stays because of the quota that's a very very fair point very fair point I but but listen come here. Oxley Chamberlain either plays in the midfield for Liverpool in the first 11 or as a backup, or he doesn't play for Liverpool. No, I'm sorry. You're not, you're not telling me that a fella that is, that left Arsenal basically because they were playing about right wing back, right? Because he wanted to be a midfielder. You're going to turn around and tell him, by the way, you're a, backup I, right back. I now. think, it's I, not think gonna I, th-
1: work. I think, I think, I think, I think from a, from a, I think from a, from that point of view, Gav, I'm just going to give my opinion on that point of view in terms of, um, we bought him as player X for position X. I don't think he's in any position uh, or any sort of power to decide where he wants to play anymore. That was a young ox a fit ox we knew where he wanted to play. Now I think he's fighting for his place in the squad, let's be honest, Gav. So from his point of view, he will do whatever he has to do to survive at this club, because ah, not only, listen, because if, not if only, if
0: Alex if Alex, no, Alex, Alex Oxley Chamberlain has any respect let me just, for himself, let me just, and, let and, let and let he's going around and telling me he's playing right back, he just says, let me, like, let me, I'm no, out of here. No, he doesn't. No, I no, think. no, he, he doesn't. He
1: doesn't. Let, okay, he let me just no, finish. No, I think we're getting. Let the, me just finish. No, he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. Because I've just told, I've just explained that that Liverpool squad and where we were was totally different from where we are now. We're above that Liverpool. We're absolutely on a different level now and 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 unfortunately whether it's form or injuries obviously it's more more injuries Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain isn't in a position to dictate where he decides where he wants to play anymore it's a total different stage of his career but saying all that I still think it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit risky to do that I think there's probably probably more chance of Joe Gomez uh, in certain games where we need a rest Uh, fulfilling that role if he gets back to full fitness but I think this is more realistic chat to have around that is a you know it's not the wildest chat from Avi but it's a pretty wild it's not on my levels of wildness but it's pretty wild I would
2: prefer (laughs) Ox's right back than Nico put it that way I think Nico's limited on what what basis you have never never
0: you have never seen Alex oxley Chamber play right back for Liverpool but you will prefer him to a right back the the way
2: Klopp operates with his full backs right it's, yeah. We 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 want our fullbacks to attack more mm. than we defend, right? We okay. know that. And you got okay. Henderson, and then and you've what's got, the what's the main talking
0: start. point? What's the main talking point you would find around Trent alexander around when people want to have a go What would you what would would you say it is? This is
2: defensive uh, and like, and droughties. and
0: yeah, and how we are targeted by in the uh, supposedly targeted because Trent is poor right back, and you want to pull a fella that spent rotten out on on right on the right wing for an Arsenal. Uh, and right. wants to be a number eight at uh, right Roy back because you think he'll go forward.
2: But Gav, th- but then this, this it come back to this, if we can get a good offer for Ox, of course I would sell him. Of course I would sell him. But I don't think that we will sell him. I think it will be, if it comes to push and shove and we've got to get rid of one, I think Nabi's the first one out the door, out of the two.
0: I agree.
2: I just don't but, think we get rid of both uh, of them. Fantasy the
1: chat, this fantasy chat. Order, order, order. Anyway, this is more, I think this is more relevant probably um and, and sort of a concern. I know we spoke about it a few days ago as so well in terms of um how do we approach this season in terms of the center back area and obviously the nightmare and anomaly we had of last season. So Chad Ford says Chris if we sell Nat Phillips should we buy another centre back? So the question I ask Avi is do we sell Nat Phillips if we get an offer around the 10 million? And then if that answer is no, then I'll pass the question on to Gav because that's the answer that you gave. If it's yes, then do we look for a replacement? So what, what do you think? Offer for 10 million for Nat Phillips.
2: Yeah, I'd accept. I would accept. I think 10 million is good money, considering that we couldn't get rid of him for like two, three million last summer. Hmm. Um, and look, this isn't me trying to berate him or to put him down. He's done a fantastic job, right? An amazing job, right? He was a big stalwart in our defence on getting us top four. But £10 million is a lot of money. And if it means getting another centre back, but the problem now we have is the homegrown quota, which comes back to, I think, Naby go before Ox because we've got to meet this homegrown quota of, what is it, six to eight players, Is it in our squad of 25? But if Nat Phillips, look, if, he, if he, it's up to him, uh, Grizz. if someone offers ten million, like a Newcastle or Burnie, where they can guarantee him thirty-eight games in the season, he has to look at himself. He's not gonna, he's not gonna get ahead of go, a fit, fully fit Gomez, Canate, and a Van Dijk or, or a Matic for that matter. So you know what's gonna happen, and he's he's twenty-four already. He's twenty-five next season. So you know, ten million, let him go, let him play. You know, first team football week in week out. Kev. What are you saying ten million? This I'm offering you ten insane. million. This I'm is offering insane. You. We've, we've had a conversation.
1: Even, wait, hold on. I haven't given you a scenario yet. Scenario. Ten million. I've
0: just heard the scenario. Newcastle.
1: Newcastle. Newcastle are offering you. Yep. Yeah, your ones with a twist. So just relax. Newcastle are giving you ten million. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the background, Michael Edwards has negotiated twelve million for Kabak, as opposed to the eighteen million. That was part of that deal in January. But we've said, ah, now sod you. We've decided to abandon that deal for 80 million, where we'd agree. So we've canceled that contract. We've made out we've not we're not signing you cabak. Sorry about that. Yeah. But then we've managed to agree with his agent. Look, the max we can offer you is 12 million. So you've got, let's say 8 to 10 million for Nat Phillips. And Edwards is saying to Jurgen Klopp, you're Jürgen Klopp, and he's saying to you, I can get you Kabak for 12. What are you doing, Gav?
0: Um, I'm asking what the story is with John Matip because it all comes back to John Matip. You know, like I'm going to be honest, Chris. We have our two first-choice centre-backs as a stance, right? Canate is coming in and we'll see what happens with him. We have our two main centre-backs that we would have went on and challenged for a title with, all things being equal, um, last season, coming back from very, very, very long layoffs and nothing is guaranteed, all right? And my main worry of, uh, after that is Joe Matip is next on the list. And we know how reliable Joe Matip is. Not Phillips. People seem to, in my opinion, they seem to um, shower him with false price because it's always, he's done a fantastic job, but. Right? he just done a fantastic job. There's no but. There's absolutely no but. What's the but? There's, in my opinion, there's no but. He came in. I disagree. I don't know. I, I there is a but,
1: I, There is a butt, Gav. He's yeah, okay, not good enough. The he's The bug is he's not good enough to play for us over a period of thirty-eight games. He plays enabling us to win but for us to is, win league. No. the league. But he, he plays. Hold, hold let me finish. Let me finish. He plays and he enabled us to finish fourth when we all agreed that it was fourth because Leicester had an absolute fucking mad ending. Nat Phillips. Has been, there is a but, though. You cannot say there's not a but at the end of Nat Phillips has been brilliant, but there's absolute a but. Would you trust him over a period of 20 games in the league season next season as your starting centre-back?
0: Many games did he play this season.
1: As a title charge, I said. Remember that key element. And many games you're did he
0: play this season, you're, Chris. You're still playing league games. Many league you're competing games did he play this with season?
1: City. You're competing with City and Chelsea. I think we Chris, had a really good go record, go 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 record go go with Nat Phillips playing.
0: But hold on. What I'm saying to you is, it, it, it all comes down to John Matip. Because yeah, I get I, that I I, I, can't, I I can't sit here comfortably and tell you that I'm okay with... Look, Van Dijk and Gomez could come back. Canate could be fucking excellent. I mean, John Matip might play a lot. He could be injured, but he won't play a lot. And you could get Kabak like you said. I could hold on to Phillips. But we're relying on two lads that are coming back from long-term injuries, lads. Yeah. Long-term
2: injuries. And I think me and you might agree on this... I think me and Gav might agree on this. Gav, would you get rid of Matt first before Phillips? Yes. Yeah, see, I'm in the same boat as that. I would get rid of Joel Matt first before Phillips, Chris. Yeah. Okay. And what I do is what, listen, I, do the, what
0: I would keep Phillips as my fifth choice centre half.
2: Chris, Matthip's yeah. averaged 15 games for the last five years. That's no, not good listen, enough. Listen,
1: I I it's horrendous. And yes, he's I, a class
2: I, defender when he's when he's fit, but he's not fucking fit. That's the problem. I agree.
1: No, I agree. But I I I'm just astonished. Not astonish, just not that shocking. But I think if we get an offer for eight to ten million for that Phillips, I don't think I don't think we hold back on that at all. Uh, despite how brilliant he was for us in that turbulent period, Mister um, Here's my rebuttal. Gives us a super chat, and he's got the famous face of uh, Callum on his. I'm sure it's not Callum, but mark my words, Ox and Nabby will leave for free. Mark my words, they won't. But thank you for the for the super chat. Um, look, people are in the chat saying we're we're, we're fed up um, with how Matip, you know, how unreliable is. And of course, he's a brilliant right centre back. Of course, I, I think it, I think when he's fully fit, he's the best centre back partner of Virgil. Still, maybe maybe so.
0: But what all I'm saying is, with the, with the conundrum we have at the moment, with those two lads coming back, a centre half on really really good money we've paid for coming in, and there is slight issues over his fitness. You have Matip, and then you're down to Phillips. I I would genuinely. I would sell Matip before Phillips only on reliability. Only on reliability. And what I would do is I would say to myself I have Gomez, I have Van Dijk, I have Canate, I'm signing another really, really good centre-back. And and the reason being is Phillips can be fifth choice. I've no issue there. I think he comes in for the odd game here and there, no issue. But what we need as much security around Gomez and Van Dijk as possible. That's what we need. Matip does not supply that. And that's... and. I hate to say it because I think he's a, I think he's a brilliant centre half when any he plays.
1: Anything to finish that conversation from that section of the uh, team, Avi? Before we go on to what everyone's sort of really, really worried about.
2: No, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go into the ne- next team. Four defenders: Canati, Gomez, Van Dyke, and Phillips. Um, I'll get Matt, I'll get rid of Matt first, and then maybe make <coughs> a, maybe you know a fifth choice or whatnot. But yeah, I'm happy with this. Okay. Story.
1: So look, I don't think we're going to take any risks personally in the centre back area. I think we're absolutely nailed on, nailed on to go with five centre backs. There's no way, there's no way we're going with four. The only reason we go with four is as Gav says, if we sell Matic and replace him with a robust, reliable defender.
0: So the five, the five that you think we go with, are there right now?
1: No, no, I don't think that. I don't okay. think we'll go without five. No.
0: No, no, but, but, but Van Dijk, Gomez, Canate, Phillips, I think Matt, the brother, five there at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think we, I think we sell Um uh, I think we sell Phillips, and we bring in another centre oh, like back. Like I told you in our WhatsApp.
2: I think, yeah, I think still there's still something they would cover. So yeah, I
1: don't, I don't, I don't think it's dead. Um, mm. Oh, this is this we're going way over time. Fuck's sake, I knew it. Once we would get us three hundred fucking, show, I knew yeah, hold
0: yeah, I half to go and watch of Easton. Do
1: you know what it's I mean? Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, can you stop oh, talking East,
0: then? Town, whatever.
1: Can we buy some forwards, lads? With AFCON coming up and on top of sort of the, the forwards being drained out, like we've discussed all summer and winter, and, you know, we need we need a forward to come in that can compete um, with them. A uh, couple of uh, names that I want to throw at you today that have been sort of in the news. Pats and Decker, um, um often linked this summer to Liverpool. Let's make it clear from no one at the LFC day trippers. Transfer show, we've clearly told you there's we haven't heard anything on Pats and Dakar, and lo and behold, today it seems as though he's on the verge of joining Leicester City. Um, good move for him though. Very quick answers. Any regrets, do you think, from that side, Avi? No, it's a great, it's a great move for him though,
2: but no, no regrets from my side in regards to Decca.
1: Um, Gav, any, any, any regrets? Any thoughts on that player? Um, um
0: Shawnee's a massive fan, massive mm-hmm. fan. Um, and Tardy was absolutely made for us. Um I think it's a brilliant move by Leicester, I'm being mm. honest. Yeah. Because I think when you look at Verdi's age and the profile of Pat's and dacker, I think he's he, he, I'm not saying he's a he's a like for like, but he has all the tools there to be to be a really big success at, at Leicester and and of course are looking at um Edward from from Celtic as well. So they're looking at the bolts of that forward line because I think it was, it was basically, you know, Harvey Barnes gets injured, doesn't he? And then they're down to, um, Vardy and Ian And Ian finished the season really well. And, you know, Vardy is not, he's not getting any younger. I don't think he's getting any slower. Don't get me wrong, but he's starting to pick up niggles here and there, which is to be expected at 33, yeah. 34 years of age. So I think, um, it's probably not even Brendan doing it. He wouldn't have to fucking sense that. But whoever that Leicester is doing, is doing this, is doing really well. Know. That's a joke, by the way. That's a joke. Yeah, I so. um, no, I think it's, I think it's what Rogers is looking to do there. Um, is yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a clever move, I think. Um, on Leicester's part to get bringing Pats and Daka at, at that sort of price before he absolutely explodes. So, but look, I like the look of him. But it makes me even more curious now as to what Liverpool are going to do in the forward areas. It really, really does.
1: So I'm gonna before I I I, I um, speak with you guys on the names that I've heard that we've we're interested in is um, just quickly read out this flip chat again, Mister Rebuttal. Here's my rebuttal, Chris. What are you smoking? Fifty million for that minimum? Yeah, well, fair, fair and good, man. Um, I agree with you. Um, you know. 50 million for Nat Phillips. I think even Gav will sell him for 15 million. I'm pretty certain about that. Um, there's no update. Who's Is this a super chat? What money is this? Yeah,
0: it's um, I don't know. But it's yeah. FT, FT78910 says give us some Mbappe news, lads. Real Madrid. There's your news. Real Madrid.
1: <coughs> there is no update on, on Mbappe. He's still trying to get away from FSG. We are still in for PSG. But why
2: PSG. would you say why would you say it so definitively
0: though, Gav? Real Madrid? Oh, I just have a feeling in me, in me
1: waters. Avi. But but it's but did I say PSV, lads? No, you said FSG. FSG. I beg your pardon. I thought I was, that's even worse because yeah, I know because I, 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 I could I have explained you expla- You're doing a great job. I could have explained it and got out of it if I said mm. PSV. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason for that is, Avi, Daniel Milan. Tell me what kind of player, what do you think of him? Daniel Malin
2: goes from Milan. Um, good player, can operate from the left. Um, very similar traits to Mane, I would say. Very tricky. Today he set up a very good goal where a normal, uh, you know, a natural sort of goal scorer goes for the shot there. But he set up Dumfries for the second. He's He seems as if he's a very intelligent footballer, but... Again, Grizz, he's raiola owned and there's a lot of talk with all oh, intermediaries can get involved. It's all bollocks. Like a year down the line, two years down the line, if he's hitting in a top form, if he, you know, if we do manage to sign him, will put a sparrow in the work. So he is a good player. Um I'm sure I'm sure we've scouted him. Let's see. I but I am really impressed with him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if um Debool starts um picking him for the next uh, for the next game. I think they've got a dead rubber against um Macedonia, I think it is. So
1: I'm pretty sure we'll see more of it in the tournament. Uh, so just to just to sort of give my version of events, I don't think it's bullshit as Avi said um, about Raola. He's just rubbished my info. But uh, Donnyo Milan, it's okay. You know, each to their own. Donnyo Milan is a, a player that we like a lot, um, and regardless of his agent, we are. There is ways around that. And I think he's he is on a list of strikers. Another one that's on a list of strikers is Fiorentina's Vlaovic. Um, please uh, accept my apology. I can't remember his first name. Is it Dusan? Dusan. Um, Gav, I know you've done some uh, quick research just before the show uh, on what type of sort of player stylistically. And <clears throat> I think you you established that he's um, he's more of a target man. Mm. um something completely different something different that we have from the current attack what are your thoughts on being linked with someone like that forget the player forget the sort of price and everything but i'm I'm give me your insight or give me your opinion on the style of player that we seem to be targeting for the forward and it seems to be completely different are you opposed for it are you against it do you like the idea
0: no he has 20 goals like who gives a shit? But this way, I'm curious, Chris, because like you know, what like, people were going on like Mané Salah. Uh, Fabinho, great shout! You know,
1: great shout by Kevin. Sorry, great shout by Kevin O'Sullivan. He's
0: a young Giroud. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but but you know, we we've had people there or before the season ended saying, "Oh, Mané goals or Salah goals or Fabinho, none of them are going anywhere, um, unless something absolutely exceptional happens, and unless or unless Liverpool are like uh, Avi says or others say like Mbappe." they can do something and they have to fund it in that way and that's fair enough like the reason I'm the reason I'm saying Mbappe and Real Madrid I think they're I think they're clearing decks a little bit to try to get him in and pay, pay him masses of money Um Liam Morrissey says there um, a Mini Haaland um, it's his show and Shani said that to me earlier because I always go to Shani and you you Grizz and other people that watch loads and loads of football um about these players and I did have a look at him and it is something different but when you look at the front three we have, you look at Jota, um, you don't know what's going to happen with Shakiri. I think Origi will leave the club. You don't know what's going to happen with Harvey Elliott, possibly another alone, but I'd love to see him in the squad. I'd love to see him develop now. We're in this squad over the next year to 18 months. And this this guy is just different, isn't he? He's, he's big, he's strong, he can hold it up. He, he'll be a threat in the air. It's just another kind of, it's another way of playing. You know, like, when you, when you remember back to even... You know, going back, it's ten years ago now. But when you go back to when you had, uh, um, you had City, you had the likes of Tevez, and you had Balotelli. They were different. And then you had, um, oh, his name's going to me head. We he see my head a second ago. Um, Jekyll, Jekyll. <clears throat> Jekyll, Um Jekyll was different. But Jekyll could hold it up. Jekyll was kind of elegant while he was doing it he was, a, he was a bit of a threat in the air he, he could get in behind he was, he was just a different option so maybe it's something Liverpool are looking at he seems highly rated so we'll have to wait and see but I, I'm genuinely like centre half is, is a curious situation midfield is definitely a curious situation yeah, more, is. So, more so on is a, is a one in with Gini out or did he get rid of another one and bring another one in like an hour, an hour or whatever it might be up front is the most curious for me because I always thought we'd go something, do, do something a bit mental up front, but I don't think we will now. I think we're going to look for, as Shani says, one of these players that we we make rather than one that's already fully established.
1: Uh, Avi, um, your opinions on another player that we've been uh, linked with very recently, uh, the latest name. Um, again, I don't know his first name. Isaac is that Alexander Isaac? Alexander Isaac. Um again different from Vlaovic, more mobile, more slippery, quick, quick feet. Does that suit more? Does does he appeal to you more than a Vlaovic type? Or or, or do you do you accept that we do need a different type of striker as opposed to getting another Mane... Salah type or Bobby type or a Jota type because Alexander Isaac is a um it's more of a traditional sort of playing on the last line, using his pace type yeah. striker. What do you think?
2: He's a good he's a good player. Again, he's had a good season at Social Dad. Um I think Dortmund do still have a buyback clause on him. Um mm. it didn't obviously work out there. Maybe he went oh. out to Dortmund too, you know, too young, but Vlahovic, just I, I want Vlahovic, uh, Grizz. If the top tier is out of reach, then Vlahovic is my next choice. I think this guy, he gives me some good vibes. You know, dare I say it, some Lewandowski vibes. I think Klopp could do some exciting things with um, Vlahovic. Let's see, I think there has been kind of interest. Um, Obviously, no bids and whatnot, but I've seen him a few times now and he is my first choice. Isaac, you know, I think people have, sort of got excited over that game against um, Spain. You know, he he played well, he did trouble them. But, you know, the Spain defence, you know, apart from Nepoi and what's his name? Paul Torres, the the fullbacks, they are not what they used to be. So Isaac is a good player. But if you give me a choice of the two, weighing it up, if if you're talking about 35 million maybe in that range, then Kiblaovic is the choice that I would go for.
1: Um, big Kev's world, thank you for the super chat. Reminds me of young Battistuta, might be the kid. Who was he referring to, lads? Oh, because of the yeah. Fiorentina, beg your pardon. Yeah, he's it's slightly different from um, um, Battistuta. Battistuta used to sort of stay central a lot. A lot of the penalty, obviously, he's he scored some bangers from outside. The oh, box, yeah, he just
0: hammered yeah, balls hammered balls.
1: But Vlaovic is, is, as someone said earlier in the chat, he's very mobile for a big man. He, he likes to make runs into the channels. Batistuta didn't fucking bother making runs he's, into channels. He's quick as well,
2: Grizz. He's very quick as well. Vlaovic
1: is quick. Yeah, he's quick. Um, I like I like your shout for Vlaovic. Um, I've been told that we are very much interested in how our talks with his agent And as far as is concerned with Vlaovic. But my personal preference out of the ones we've discussed, lads, is, is Donio Milan. Again, that's obviously if we can't get the, the the one player that um I want and we all want and I think Liverpool want as well. Um my 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 personal favorite will be Donio Milan. But as Gav says, it's my curious. personal favorite would be
0: Jaden Sancho.
1: It's curious. Yeah, but I think this guy excuse me. So then Gav, who to? does he come in for? if we're keeping the front three?
0: How are you going to keep all those five happy with Jota oh, and easy. Sancho? It's easy. So many games, so many games. Like, and, and that's what a squad is about, you know. Like, you bring Sancho in, you have Sancho, Jota, you have Firmino, you have Mane, you have Salah. No problem, no problem. Rotate you, get make them as fresh as you can, and you tell them, listen, we're going to rotate this, and you're going to have games off, and you. Ferguson done it for years. Ferguson used to tell fellas six months in advance. Listen, you won't be playing in this month, but you'll be playing that month and you'll be playing this and I have you ready for this. You've famously done it. You rotate those boys and you tell them, listen, um, we're going to rotate it. This is the plan because we want to come February. We want you all ready and we're, we want to put three of you on the pitch and bring two of you on at some stage because we're, we're going to go and try win every game. I can't see an issue. The, 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 the whole issue with Rev and Sancho was United you know, are throwing absolutely everything they have at them, you know, um, with regards to wages and stuff like that. And th- that's what will probably get over the line in the end. How they haven't signed them already is beyond me, but I don't think Sancho will sign for Liverpool, but I would have loved him to, to get him. Um, But again, all these names we've mentioned, you know, it's the same as any other player. They come in, they're in a squad, you rotate. If someone's on fire, you leave them in there, obviously. But like, we've seen it this season. Players struggle. Mane struggled. Firmino struggled. Salah was brilliant. You know, Rigi never got going. Shakiri never got going. And you just need, if you have players there that are pushing each other on, I I think it's huge. And I'd love someone. I'd love a big sign up front. Someone says Rafinha there as well. I've no issues with that either. I want I want, I want, want the three Jota and I want another big one. And I want see, I to think, go listen have three think, spots and five players and I don't really give a fuck who plays every week.
1: We was, um, I think you you wasn't on last week's show. I think Keith was, because, and we, we discussed Rafinha and I kind of shocked the chat because I, I, I don't want Rafinha. I said he's not ready for Liverpool in my opinion. I think he hasn't done it enough. I think his stats aren't, Amazing for one season. And I think at the price leads want, 60 million. I'd go that extra mile if possible and do the Sancho. If that was the case, I think Donny malen or Milan, however you want to say it. Um, I think he's going to be the next, next big thing. Um, someone said in the, in the chat that uh, he's destined for Dortmund fact. I think he said something like that. Just shows you how how good he must be. Dortmund don't must about. Dortmund
0: want them to replace. Dort, to, yeah, essential.
1: Dortmund's Dortmund's recruitment policy, especially in the forward area, is is, is quite brilliant. Um, I know, Avi. They've got uh, another player that you like, Gio Reyna, as well. Yes. Um, they've they've recruited Gio Reyna, Haaland We know about. Um, so if Dortmund want. Daniel Milan, then then it shows you that he's, he's he's quite classy, he's quite brilliant. But as you said, it's a, it's a it's a we're very early, we're very early. My my final message to everyone that's going absolute bonkers uh, amongst the fan bases: we're very very early. It's week one into the transfer window. There's lots of work being done. People asking the same question about Mbappe and Sancho and any other information. There is no information at the moment from my side. If there was. I'd relay it to you very, very gladly. Um, What we've established from tonight's show is um, Avi says House is near enough done or or done, I should say. So that is something to look forward to. And we are in talks with a couple of strikers, but it's all pending. Everything's bubbling nicely. People stay in there um, and just just. Keep watching the shows. We'll, we'll, if if there's anything coming up, we'll have you covered. We tried to cover, uh, um, uh, other clubs as well. I noticed a few of you got a bit, got a bit frustrated that that we spent a lot of time on, on Spurs. But come on. Sometimes you need to laugh at another club just to relax a bit. And, you know, it's good. Sometimes we laugh at United or Arsenal. And this week it was Spurs. So chill out, relax a bit. And, And let's not forget we've got subscribers from, from, from other clubs as well. So um, if there's anything else, Gav, feel free to, to, to butt in and shut me up and talk to me. <laughs> I
0: wasn't going to butt in and shut you up. Um, now, listen, um, what that is today, Torsey? Chris is back Wednesday. tomorrow um, with the with the European shoulder looking at the 15-16 Europa nice. League run. Um, we're back on Sunday, you on the bike, me being given my menu for our Indian. And we'll, listen, we'll come up with something for Sunday. You know, the, there's no football being played. We cover the transfer stuff during the week. So we're trying to have a laugh on the Fatback for on a Sunday night just to relieve any tension of, of a hard week's uh, work. Um, the Siena stuff, um, please go and check out lfcdt.com forward slash Siena. You can find how to donate where you go for uh, me. You can pay 20 euros and do your 5k for sienna and you can go onto the sienna range on our merchandise site and every every penny we make in june from that is is going to sienna but beyond june every penny that is um made from sienna merchandise will be going straight to sienna we have got one or two more things coming up with regards to sienna one of those is already launched um you know when we get to eleven thousand subs, we're going to donate a hundred euro. When we get to twelve thousand subs, we're going to donate a hundred euro, and we're going to continue to do that right up until we get to twenty thousand subs. So every time you subscribe to this channel, you will be donating to CNN in in a in an indirect kind of way, I suppose. But um, that's what we're going to be. That's what we're going to be doing there. But we have got one or two more things coming up. That's about it, Chris. I think um, we're good. I think we're good after that.
1: Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. What's happening over in California, Avi? I know you've had a stressful week. Um, how's work and everything settled down now?
2: Yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, sort of like a nice clean run. Um, yeah, it's been t- just hectic. But yeah, all good. And then, yeah, tomorrow I'll be with uh, Chris Breck going over Basel 2016. Somebody oh, is says it?
0: there... Hopefully my sunburn calms down by then. Um yes, I, just I, got, noticed that. I got a bit born but I'm going brown. Um now I'm going tan, so it's good. And I played golf today and I played. Just really to fit uh, into this Carnage show
1: with me and Evie. I know, I know how you work, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, politician that you are. Mm. But yeah, excellent stuff. Listen, guys, um, thank you very much. You've been tuned into the Carnage Transfer Agenda Show. Wow. We've gone one hour, 23 minutes. Um of pure quality as opposed to just quantity quantity come on guys you know the score you know the deal until next time over and out sports social podcast network